football. It is what it is. It is what it is. Sorry, Reverie. Goes for goal! And finishes off the PSG victory! It's not possible! Grâce à Monsieur Lionel Messi, quelle frappe! Le festival démarre pour Kylian Mbappé, la frappe! Le ponton, le ponton, le but! Hello and welcome to PSG Review, the show where we wonder, are we arranging the deck chairs on the Titanic here or are we ready to launch for the moon landing? No one knows yet, but it's safe to say that something quite significant is happening and it could go either way as the club is putting its foot down. Many of us would say, finally, as they make a warning example of Lionel Messi suspending him for two weeks for missing a training day, having a bit of a promotional business rendezvous with his other employer, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. A lot more has been happening as far as a handful of days go, but these last few ones have been fairly chaotic, even by our standards. We get into it all. My name is Mikko. Thanks for being with me and let's dive in. can now confirm the breaking news of the night is coming from Paris because Paris Saint-Germain have decided to suspend Leo Messi with immediate effect. What does it mean? Leo Messi. Hola, bueno, quería hacer este video después de todo lo que lo que está pasando. Antes que nada pedir perdón obviamente a, a mis compañeros, al club. France has been experiencing some degree of turmoil this spring with a lot of unhappiness about various political issues, in particular raising of the retirement age. But uh, people have been protesting, which as an outsider, I can say is something that is not entirely atypical for the country and its people. And perhaps for us outsiders to the culture, it's fair to keep that in mind when we follow the football and the local fans reacting to things. It is very straight to the point attitude that doesn't leave a lot of room for diplomacy at times and of course it shouldn't be said that this is something that only happens in France or always happens in France but it is perhaps a little closer to the way things are done there than in some of the other places but I'm not a sociologist and I won't get into things I don't understand well enough to conclude anything meaningful about them it's just a casual observation really these are the things that are happening and as far as the club goes The fans are not happy, the club itself is not happy, the players aren't happy for the most part, and this has a distinct air of, well, not revolution, not by a long shot, and I really don't foresee the ownership changing hands at this point, but there are some definite winds of change in the air, and it is now up for the club to ride this storm to their advantage. Some very difficult choices have been made. Well, I guess in reality, the optics are both awful and excellent when you suspend perhaps the most legendary footballer alive for two weeks. Uh, Some will think it's sacrilegious, but it's also steady-handed storm warning that the period of player privilege is over and if they can suspend Messi, they can suspend anybody. The fact that this disciplinary action is taken, in my opinion, is positive, but of course something similar could have been implemented already long time ago with other players as well. But better late than never, I have to also be fair to Messi here. I think two weeks is still quite a harsh punishment, but those are the details of this particular case. 
setting aside the specifics, now it was quite easy also to suspend him because Messi was reportedly going to be leaving. So making an example out of him didn't compromise the future of the project, but instead it does send a strong message. No one is above the crest, not even Lionel Messi. A lot has already been said about the whole situation, so I'm not really getting too much into what happened as such. The short version of the story is that he is a tourism ambassador of Saudi Arabia. That arrangement had been made while he was PSG player and it was reported at the time. We were also fairly familiar with the concept of players getting a little extra day here or there off after a victorious match, not after defeat. So my reading is that Messi thought that we would win and took the risk if we didn't against Lorient, but I doubt that he didn't know the schedules and how these off days are given because if I know them, I would imagine that he would also. In his video apology, we heard a small clip from that earlier. He said he sincerely didn't know it wasn't a day off as it had been a day off in recent weeks. But like said, it's been the case after a win and in the previous weeks, PSG have won their matches. So whether he knew or whether he didn't know, perhaps that's not so important, but the logic behind this system isn't very complicated science, so he should have known. Uh, my guess, and all I can do really is guess, is that he took a risk and the money he's receiving from Saudi Arabia is bound to be so much that it probably for him was a risk worth taking, certainly financially speaking. Now, full disclaimer, I'm not a fan of Saudi Arabia as a country and some could say that it's no different to Qatar and I'm not happy with the way Qatar handles labor or minority rights, you know, human rights in general, but Saudi Arabia is on a very different level when it comes to that. So part of me is looking at this from a geopolitical angle as well. And it's fair to say that many assume that the robustness of this disciplinary action had to do with the somewhat frustrated relations between the two countries. Again, I'm not a specialist in this either, but uh, I wouldn't personally use that as an explanation, not too much anyway. Way because uh, as bad as the relationship has been, it is not as bad at the moment, I don't think. And uh, we even were playing that cash-fetching friendly in Saudi Arabia earlier on this year. But as a decision, this was a huge one and it is a line in the sand. There's no foreseeable return from this. Not really. The club will have to keep this level of discipline in the future as well or otherwise it will start looking like it was just a cheap shot to, to a legend who didn't want to extend his contract. I mean, I, many other fans and reportedly even Louis Campos didn't want to extend Messi's contract, but not everyone is good at taking no for an answer. So we keep on looking at the future and see where it takes us. The Ultras had their demonstrations in front of the PSG headquarters La Factory. We heard some of their chants there earlier and those chants were insulting some players like Messi. They encouraged Neymar to leave and also were calling for the resignation of uh, the president of PSG, Nasser Al-Khalifi. Other individuals got their share, Galtier, even Verratti. And with Neymar, some fans even made it to his doorstep to protest outside of his house, which was later condemned by the head of collective Ultras Paris, that was a step too far, whatever your views on the other demonstrations were. Some reports suggest that Neymar himself was very unhappy about this, which surprises absolutely no one, but so much so that for the first time since he was pushing for his exit in 2019, he could be open to leaving PSG. It's not an easy trick to pull off, but 
anything is possible. It will very much rely on potential buyers and how far they are willing to go to get him or how far is Neymar willing to go to compromise to leave. With Neymar, I feel like we've been in a tumultuous and at times very difficult relationship. Uh, things have been said and done, but for me, while far from his fan, I mean, I'm a PSG fan, not a fan of any specific player as such, I support the club, but I appreciate what he has done with us and for us. He's fought for the shirt. He has played incredibly well and carried us so many times, and I genuinely think that he cares about the club. And he's not the one who is sort of like just walking on the pitch while some others might. Injuries are injuries. They've had an unfortunate impact on his time. But personally, I haven't given up on him yet because you can't really blame him for not trying when he is playing. He tracks back and he doesn't give up. So my personal opinion of him is still fairly positive. We've come a very long way with him, but I also won't stress too much if he goes because that will release vast amount of money. But I personally don't group him at all together with Messi. His uh, goal and assist ratio per match played is pretty insane, but of course the issue is the matches he wasn't available for. If he goes, the replacement has to be very smart, and I can't rule out the possibility of future where he will stress us out in the Champions League while wearing a different color shirt on the other end of the pitch. And Verratti, as I live and breathe after over a decade in Paris and 24 matches short of the club's all-time record in matches played has found himself on the list of accused by the fans. To my recollection, uh, this hasn't ever happened before or not in this kind of significant way, but he has had a lackluster season filled with poor performances and complacency, but I would not let go of him at this point. I, I would just try to recruit a midfield that is solid, with or without him and provide a clear framework within which this operation works and what we need from him, what is expected from him. Now, he does need to fix up, but I trust that he will be able to do that and somehow I feel like not having Messi there in the mix will wake him up a little bit again because Verratti too has been looking like he has forgotten that when you have the ball, there will always be people trying to get that away from you. The amount of times I have recently seen our players, Verratti included, holding the ball, feeling like it's some kind of self-evident truth that it belongs to us and no one else is to touch it. And the amount of time that it opens a counter-attack, which we aren't very good with anyway. But I feel like we haven't seen the last of him. I certainly, personally, hope we haven't. In the last couple of days, there's been so much happening and the whole recruitment of new players is a, a thing that has been slightly on the back burner in the news because every column, inch and pixel on the screen has been spoken for, you know, for the chaos and circus that has surrounded us. We will talk about this when there's more concrete information available, new players, new manager, all sorts of things. But it is also noteworthy that there's been a report this week that we could have a new captain next season despite the imminent announcement of Marquinhos extension. That decision would have been made to give the armband to Kylian Mbappe. Now, uh, losing the armband can be painful or at the very least an awkward process when you've been carrying it and still continue to play for the same team. So hopefully the situation is managed well and hopefully Marquinhos is going to be you know, sort of okay with it. But what it does tell us, this whole thing, if it is true that Mbappe will be the captain, that he is very much trusted and in the center of this project, and it will work in tandem with the announced desire to make PSG more French all in all. Uh, 
it will also open up the possibility that whatever defense works will play and Marquinhos doesn't have this sort of semi-guaranteed starting role just because he is the captain. I am, like you probably also are, quite aware of how people have been talking that Mbappe is the decision maker in the club. It's always said in a sort of disparaging way, but it's good to be able to differentiate between being a focal point, a sort of central character, and being some sort of all-powerful king character. I think it's smart to build around probably the best player in the world and give him responsibility also. If we can recruit smartly and sell efficiently, the team can do great things. So now that the salaries are going down, at least with Messi's departure, which seems to be fairly certain, and possibly even Neymar, although that's far longer shot, there could also be some serious resources available. This week has certainly been a week of huge steps and now what is required from the club is to have the courage of their convictions and go for it all, all in. I was meant to record this episode only after the match on Sunday night against Troyes, but so much has been happening and to be honest with you, if we beat Troyes like I hope we will, then that's great. And if we don't, you can listen to the last episode where I'm saying probably all the things I would say after an unsuccessful night against the relegation zone team. Women's team is also playing an important derby against Barry FC on Sunday and after that it's back-to-back big matches against Lyon. For now, this is all and we will continue keeping our ear on these PSG streets paved with red and blue and our eyes on the prize which is the 11th league on trophy for men and potentially league and cup trophies for our women's team. Talk to you soon again. My name is Mikko and this is PSG Review. Take good care. Peace.